Hey friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. So sometimes prayer is pretty recognizable and understandable and it feels like, oh yeah, this is totally normal. And sometimes things happen that are much less normal. So back in 2020, when I was still pretty early on in my prayer journey, there were a couple of days where I was hit with what felt like labor pains. And maybe physically it wasn't quite that bad. I maybe had a little bit of a contraction sense in my lower abdomen region, but it was more like the groanings that were coming out of my mouth were just unexpected. And that deep guttural like, oh, and then after I would do that for a little while, then it would just be like sobbing. And which I'm not going to demonstrate because I'm, it's not real and sort of like fake laughing. It's just more painful to hear than anything. But I was at a women's event fairly recently. And at one point they were having a session. And what I love about walking with the Holy Spirit is, well, that morning I had said, I just don't feel like I'm in alignment. Like I feel like I'm just, I'm not ever sure I'm in the right place. And so we prayed about that. And then during this session, I felt very strongly that the Lord said, you go and walk. You are, you should not be inside for this. And so I went out and this particular property had a beautiful long driveway. And it was so precious to the Lord because the whole way there were dogwoods in bloom and redbuds in bloom and these beautiful trees that have kind of coral colored blossoms. It was just beautiful. And And yet, as I was walking, all of a sudden, I was struck with this deep desire to just groan in my spirit. And earlier that day, a friend had prophesied over me that she said, it's like you can come and see where someone has a skin on them that they don't realize isn't theirs. And you can come, and this was so funny, with your sharp nose of discernment and cut them free of that. And I can say that now just in a normal tone of voice, but that particular morning, I could not handle it. I was like, women have been covered with this horrible skin and they don't even know it's not theirs. And I was wailing. I was sobbing. I sobbed off all of my makeup. It was kind of a disaster. And I would almost, there were a couple times where I actually screamed. I, you know, in the scripture, it says that when Jesus went to the tomb of Lazarus, it says something like he cried in anger or something, but the word, it's like he snorted with rage is like another translation. Like it was such a deep offense to him that death could take his friend. And so I was having this very strong emotional reaction and periodically it would kind of die down a little bit and then I would listen again to my friend's prayer and it would trigger it again and I would start weeping and groaning and I thought oh thank god that I know where all of these women are that I know that they're not gonna like accidentally stumble out and be like oh somebody is apparently dying or giving birth and and so it felt like it was a very protected place for me on this pretty empty long driveway where I could scream and cry and it wasn't it wasn't going to be disruptive to anyone because again, I knew it wasn't about me. I was not actually feeling those feelings for myself. And so fast forward to the evening, we were having this really beautiful time of prayer. It was a time where the 
the speakers had talked about living in hope and the entire room was just bursting with hope and expectation. And all of a sudden, here come the groans and here comes the wailing. And I thought, what is this? Like, does it really have to happen right now? Because this is not any longer outside in in the open air where nobody's going to hear me. Now we're in a room. There are people around. Everybody else is really happy and I'm weeping and wailing. And at first I prayed for one person and that was good. And then I went and I, I was like, this is like a labor cry. And there is another woman in here who got married a little later in life and is wanting a child. And so I went over and I laid my hands on her and I was like, I just need to pray for you for a little bit. And I, and I maybe said like, this is a a birthing prayer, but it was very powerful to just lay hands on someone and wail like that for a little while. And then I, I thought, I think I'm supposed to do this for someone else. And I put my hand on her and was wailing. And after a little bit, I was like, is anything happening for you? And she said, my left hip hurts. And a woman standing nearby said, oh, that is a healing for this other woman whose left hip was broken and it has been in constant pain. And so we basically formed like a human chain where I had my hand on the one woman and she put her hand on the woman with the broken hip. And so the three, so I just sat there and wailed and wept and groaned for a little bit and then it passed and it was like, okay, that's pretty much what needed to happen. Well, the next morning, the woman with the broken hip said, my hip feels good today, which <laughs> thank you, Jesus. We'll see what the, the outworking of that is. Uh, and then, but then the other woman who has not yet been able to conceive, she came to me and she said, you know, in the morning, the Lord said to me during a session that my womb was being opened and that he was sending me a baby. And I said, wait, was it during this particular session? It was the exact session where I had been out walking and praying. And so then to have that come again was like a a confirmation. And that is so beautiful. But the reason why I'm saying all of this is because prayer does not always look the way you think it should look. And so in Psalm 84, it talks about when they walk through the Valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. And that word Baca is the word travail. It's the it's like as they walk through the valley of weeping, as they walk through the valley of travail, that what that does is it transforms the desolate place into a place where there is fresh water that's springing forth. forth. And then the autumn rains also cover it. And so it's like the water starts to come up from both underground and from above, and it becomes so beautiful and rich. And so Lord, I am asking that as we don't always understand what prayer looks like. And I know for me, it it was awkward to be in that place of deep intercession and wailing around other people because they didn't necessarily know what was happening. And so I'm thankful that there were people who could say, she's just in a type of prayer. It's not a problem. And even the facilitator at one point was like, I know Amy looks like she's really sad, but this is actually her happy place. And I kind of like stopped weeping and I smiled and I was like, no, no, it's really true. And it makes if I didn't know what was happening, I would wonder if I was actually crazy because it it's enough to make you feel a little bit crazy to be like, oh, I went from being completely devastatingly sad or wailing to being completely normal. 
And so, yeah, Jesus, I thank you that we get to share experiences like this so that we don't necessarily have to feel crazy, (laughs) which is always lovely. And so, Lord, I also thank you, though, that sometimes those really unexpected prayers are incredibly powerful in the spirit. So thank you, Jesus. Amen.